Oh, hello, my love. And I say that on Valentine's Day. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. You know, personally, I mean, I don't want to tell tales out of school here, but uh, I think I may be falling in love with David Bellavia because uh, I'm not really a cologne or a perfume kind of guy, but uh, Bellavia has the most incredible perfume. It literally, I'm sorry, cologne. <laughs> don't want to get in trouble. Uh, he He's got the most incredible cologne and every time I come in here I relax by about 10 decibels of relaxation it really is not a cologne guy but Bellavia's is really really good um Jimmy Love I think also is a cologne guy Josh is not uh Josh uh, being a country boy Josh's cologne is a cross between chicken feed and cow manure and and you know what it's it's good it's a good, it's a good all-American smell. Uh, by the way, thank you for all the pictures you have sent me of the SpaceX launch. Uh, a gentleman sent me some video yesterday. Unfortunately, I was unable to watch the video, but uh, I did post a couple of pictures up on the Bowerly on WBEN Facebook page uh, about the launch. Many of you caught it on uh, camera. Some of you caught it on your home security cameras. But uh, at first, frankly, I thought it was a, I thought it was a shooting star. I, I just thought, it, yeah, I just thought it was a shooting star. But then, obviously, people, and then I thought, maybe it's a Chinese balloon, but it's shaped like, well, a chopstick. I thought maybe that might be it. And uh, then found out that it was uh, one of those SpaceX things. But little interesting story. Uh, I don't know if you guys, how many of you have lived in Florida or lived in Florida when the space shuttle program was a viable thing? Anybody? Anybody live in Florida when the shuttles were going up? Well, I did and used to work at a building on North 4th Street in St. Petersburg, Florida. And I think we we're on the third floor or something like that. And uh, it was so incredible because being born and raised in Buffalo, you know how when you go to Florida and you start living there, everything seems a little bit exotic. For example, there are legitimate places named Bayou uh, or Gulf to Bay. It's, uh, yeah, it, it really is, is kind of cool. But uh, what was really neat is when they would sp send these space shuttles into orbit, from our building in St. Petersburg, which is directly across the state of Florida from the launch site, we had it timed out. And I wish I could remember the exact number of seconds, but let's just say hypothetically it was 72 seconds. We, we would know, okay, once we see the launch on TV, race to the windows, looking to the east, and you could literally see the shuttle going up on a beautiful, clear Florida day. And it was really incredible. And those of you who were down there uh, for any of the shuttle launches in Florida, I don't even need to tell you the power of the space shuttle launches. It was the loudest, most incredible sound you will ever hear in your whole life. Doubt I will ever hear anything that insanely powerful again. Really. Maybe some pierogi farts, but uh, kind of a different ball game, okay? But if you were down in Florida and ever felt the power of a shuttle launch, it's something that never leaves you. One night, my ex-wife, we were married at the time, I think, but 
we uh, raced across the state because we wanted to see a shuttle launch as close as possible. And we made it to within a very short distance of the launch site. But when I say short distance, it wasn't five miles. It wasn't 10 miles. It was further away than that. But even at that distance, probably tens of miles away from the space shuttle, the ground shook, the windows in the car shook. It was an awesome display of the power of man. It, Of course, it's nothing compared to the power of God. I think we agree with that. But it was one of the most marvelous things you would ever see. And I don't know how many of you are listening in Florida right now. Maybe you're long-term Buffalo expats. Maybe you uh, were down there in the 80s or 90s during some of the shuttle missions. But it was beyond words. I lack the requisite vocabulary to describe how powerful it was, how moving and shaking it was to see those shuttles go up. So it was, uh, in a nutshell, it, it was super cool. Anyway, Josh Schmidt is at Master Control today, as he always is at Master Control today. Uh, it is Valentine's Day, but I'm pretty sure there will not be any hanky-panky going on behind the scenes. Uh, note, I said pretty sure. Not 100%. I said pretty sure, because then I started thinking about HR and you know meetings that might be coming up with HR, and I quickly uh, changed my tune. Josh, are we okay so far? No no HR thing? Okay, good. All right, dodged a, dodged a bullet on that one. So it is the 14th of February. On this date in 1929, you know what happened, right? Yeah, Josh knows what happened. This date in 1929 in Chicago, Illinois, it was the infamous St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Gunmen who were loyal to the Al Capone camp took out basically the entire Bugs Moran gang at a garage on North Clark Street in Chicago. It was, as far as criminals are concerned, it was a brilliantly masterminded decapitation strike at the rival bootleggers in Chicago. They dressed up like police. They had the whole thing choreographed to perfection. And the one thing is, there was a an optometrist by the name of Dr. Weinhard Schwimmer. And here was a guy who liked hanging out with gangsters. It was his thing, right? Well, he picked the wrong day to hang out with gangsters this date back in 1929 because he did not leave that building alive. And something you might not know, a couple of things you might not know about the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Number one, do you think Al Capone was in Chicago? He was not in Chicago. Do you know what Al Capone was doing as the St. Valentine's Day Massacre was playing out in Chicago? Al Capone was in Miami. He was talking to the DA. I, I can't make this up. He was literally talking with the district attorney down there at the exact moment as those poor fellas from the other gang went down in a heap and pile of bodies. So that's number one. Um, the, the other thing is that nobody to this day knows exactly who the gunmen were in the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, it is generally accepted that one of them 
was a guy named Fred Killer Burke. And believe it or not, something you might not know about the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, do you know that they actually recovered two of the Thompson submachine guns that were used in the massacre? They really did. And they're in the custody and possession, I believe. I don't think uh, state police. I think they're in the custody of possession of some uh, obscure small-town police department somewhere in middle America. Yeah, true story. But they actually have the firearms, even if they don't exactly know who pulled the trigger. And a few years after the St. Valentine's Day massacre, one of uh, Al Capone's muscle guys, Machine Gun McGurn, um, interestingly enough, he was dressed to the nines. He was at a bowling alley very close to the anniversary of the St. Valentine's Day massacre, and he himself was gunned down and left in a pool of blood at the bowling alley. And uh, this guy uh, was, he, he was tough, very flamboyant dresser, but the boys in organized crime in Chicago always thought he had something to do with it. But in that world, there isn't a crime, there isn't a presentation by the uh, prosecution and then the defense trying to defend the person in uh, that line of work. If they thought you'd killed a whole bunch of their buddies, you were going to go down. And it's obvious that they thought he was one of the guns uh, or one of the masterminds of that massacre by the fact that he, McGurn, was gunned down uh, right around St. Valentine's Day. And uh, one more thing I will mention, and this is this is personal. Um, I don't know in your family, do you have um, a situation in your family where people tend to die around holidays? We do in our family, and you go back in the family history, it is utterly amazing how many of us leave this world on or around a holiday. It is incredible. It, it, I don't know what it's like in, in, in your family, but uh, my grandfather, U.S. Navy, World War I veteran, he uh, served in the great naval battles of the Great Lakes, during World War I. Uh, actually, there weren't any. But uh, he died on this date in 1969. And I'll tell you something. There isn't a Valentine's Day that goes by where we don't think of Grandpa. Didn't know him myself that well because I was an infant, a baby, just a wee little one when he was alive when I was alive. And there are some photographs of us together, but clearly I did not know what was going on. Interestingly, both of us were wearing diapers at the time. But uh, he died uh, this date back in 1969, the 40th anniversary of the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, which, of course, I had no idea when I was a kid what that was, uh, what that was all about. I didn't become interested in such things until much, uh, much later on in life. So Valentine's Day it is. And if you go to the Bowerly on WBEN Facebook page, you will see some photographs of uh, Ms. Nerd and I. Um, we go to a certain restaurant in Creekview quite a bit. 
And uh, contrary to what somebody who posted on Facebook yesterday said, um, we are, quite frankly, very well known to be very good tippers, actually great tippers. And somebody last night on Facebook, Josh, how could it be that if somebody was listening to the show yesterday, they would come away from that thinking that I still tip 10%. How stupid or how deaf do you have to be to think that I only tip 10%? Was I not clear? You were very clear. It's, it's a thing called passive listening. Well, or it's something called passive-aggressive personality disorder. That could also be it. It could be a mix of both. You never know. Well, I mean, long, the long story short is I think I made it very clear yesterday and many of you are going to be going out for Valentine's dinners tonight. Sometimes this is your fancy meal of the year. And don't forget to take care of your bartenders and your servers because they've got bills to pay as well. And the uh, the tipping, obviously, we talked about that yesterday, it's a, it's a part of the entire restaurant experience. And how anybody uh, – look – the guy, Josh, he had to be a troll. He had to be. Because I don't see how anybody with two brain cells to rub together could think, after listening to yesterday's show, that I tip 10% when I go out. There had to be a troll. Had to be. But go ahead, Josh. Go ahead. Oh, trolls are just what makes the internet go round. That's They've been there since the internet was formed. And I understand that. But don't you wonder... How do people have so much time to be trolls? And if they put their life's energy towards some other line of endeavor, they might be further ahead than they are now, right? It, hating somebody takes a lot of energy. Can I get an amen? No, oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I mean, there's that old adage of it takes however many muscles to it takes like four muscles to smile but it takes a bunch of muscles to frown in your face and it's like it's the same thing of you know it takes a lot of energy and a lot of time to go after somebody and hate somebody when you could just if they bother you then don't think about them you know what i mean like and you'll live a better life and they'll live the same life it's not like you're going to make a difference hmm. Hmm. very interesting josh words of wisdom uh josh you know, some somewhere there's got to be a song within you that you could write. When you find yourself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me singing words of wisdom. There's something in that line. I think you should run with that and see what you come up with. Uh, Josh Schmidt at Master Control. So on this day of love, uh, first of all, we uh, posted last night on Facebook, the Bowerland WBEN Facebook page, some photographs of Ms. Nerd. And myself. And I, on behalf of that fine young lady, I would like to thank you for your very kind comments on the photographs of Ms. Nerd and myself. Now, somebody chimed in with, wait, a picture of you guys and Booker's not in them? Well, wait until tonight. Last night was our time alone. Tonight is Booker night. So, uh, the four of us are going out for a wonderful Valentine's Day dinner at a fine local establishment, and we're looking forward to it. So don't worry. You'll get pictures of uh, 
You'll get pictures of Booker on the Powerly on WBEN Facebook page tomorrow. Now, something that bothered me, and I get, I become very defensive of my friends. I'm a very loyal friend. And when somebody comes after a friend, I get very upset. And maybe they didn't mean anything by it. But somebody on Facebook called Booker and his fashion sense on Saturday night wearing the cowboy hat and the little, you know, Texas tie, a rodeo clown, a rodeo clown. Well, let me just suggest something to you, person who called Booker a rodeo clown. Booker is a retired Buffalo firefighter. Gregory saved people's lives, rushing into burning buildings. Booker at one point, fell through a burning floor as he was attempting to rescue human beings from certain death. And frankly, he banged up his own body pretty badly in the service of his fellow human beings. So maybe you were just joking with the whole rodeo clown thing, but Booker's about as far away and removed from a clown as anybody could be. Booker is a very brave man. Booker is as brave as anybody that I have ever met uh, because he did combat against smoke, fire, and flames, and in so doing, saved other people's lives. And I don't think that is the stuff of a clown. I think that is the stuff of a very wonderful human being. And like I say, I get get more defensive about my friends than I do about myself, really. But with Valentine's Day being February 14th, in other words, today, I thought we might talk a little bit about you and your love. And by the way, for purposes of Valentine's Day, you need to know something. That I know that people turn on WBEN and they expect right-wing, all-conservative, far-right talk radio. Well... You know what? As far back as I've been doing this job, I have been very open-minded to homosexuals, lesbians, bisexuals. Doesn't bother me in the least. I think you should love the person you love, and you shouldn't feel bad about it or ashamed of it or anything like that. So as we get into the Valentine's Day topic today, if you are gay, lesbian, whatever, you are more than welcome to take part in the show. I'm not going to exclude you. Why would I? I love you, and I've loved you since 1983. Before it was cool, I stuck up for you. So don't go anywhere. On News Radio 930 WBEN, we will talk love on the Bowerly program, and I'm waiting to see a little box that Josh Schmidt brought in for me and wonder how many carrots it's going to be. <laughs> All right, Josh Schmidt having some fun. See, Josh, uh, Josh is like Jimmy Love with David Bellavia. Jimmy Love listens to every word Bellavia says, and when the musical bumps come along at the bottom of the hour, Jimmy Love usually harmonizes with what Bellavia has been talking about, and, and Josh Schmidt does the same thing. And, and by the way, David Bellavia, I just want to let you know that your cologne is still in the room. And 
I think I'm kind of falling in love with you. I I didn't really want to say that publicly, but you really usually you know how I am with perfumes and, and colognes. I they usually make me. Uh, Sandy Beach was the same way. He very sensitive to fragrances, but uh, David's got some very very classy fragrances. Truly does. Anyway, sorry about that. I think I just had a bi curious moment. It is uh, two thirty nine at News Radio nine thirty W B E N. That's only the. 2000th one I've had this year. I mean, I don't think it's a problem. But anyway, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, we're talking about um, we're talking about love, and we're talking about romance because this is uh, <laughs> obviously Valentine's Day, and I'm really curious about several things all involving you, and in particular, those of you in your 20s, your 30s your 40s, those of you who maybe were married for a while and you are divorced and you're back in the lady pool or <laughs> you're back in the dating pool, uh, you are doing your thing. Where is the best place to meet people? Where is the best place to make yourself unsingle? And somebody suggested to me, Tom, why doesn't WBEN do Desperate and Dateless or Single and Searching again? How come you don't do that? And I will answer that for you. The answer is because I think that radio dating shows are outdated now. Um, I think that most people, when they are interested in dating, they will research the various dating sites and they'll sign up for membership. Places like uh, Plenty of Fish, Places like eHarmony, there are uh, dating sites that are set aside for people with the uh, seven or eight figure net worth, maybe more, um, because you know people of a certain income level don't really want to be looked at as an ATM card, and it kind of makes sense, don't you think? Um, and then, of course, there are the the hookup sites uh, like Tinder. Now, I've never been on Tinder. I think somebody with whom we used to work, Josh, was on Tinder and showed us how it worked with the swipe this way, swipe that way, whatever. But that that's kind of a hookup site, although, let me tell you something. I know a lady who is really smart, and she's really good looking. And she told me that she was on Tinder, which surprised me because she didn't seem like the hookup kind of woman if you know what I'm saying. And I don't judge anybody if you want a hookup or a booty call. I am in no position to judge you on that, okay? Really. But um, she ended up meeting the man she married on what is supposedly a hookup site. Now, eHarmony have heard good things about that. That supposedly is the best dating site. Now, there are other sites out there that Aren't, where people aren't really looking for a relationship, but they're looking for, uh, shall we say, close physical contact. There is uh, Ashley Madison, which is a site that basically extols the virtue of having an affair. Life is short, Ashley Madison says, have an affair. Like, and I, when I first saw the ads, that didn't you think this has got to be some kind of a joke? Who's going to do this? It's one of the most successful dating sites in the world, Ashley Madison. And then there is um, Adult Friend Finder, 
for people who are into, uh, shall we say, the lifestyle, um, and they're just looking for you know various configurations of relationships and uh, intimacy, which uh, you know whatever. I mean, obviously there's a demand for it. There's obviously a market for it. There's sites like Plenty of Fish. Uh, there are certainly Christian dating sites. There are Jewish dating sites, Muslim dating sites. There's a dating site for everybody. There really is. And one of the questions that I ask people when I meet them, I get to talk with them, one of the, uh, one of the questions that I ask people is, here, I'm getting an incoming call. That's the vibration from Odyssey Benefits. One would like to think that Odyssey Benefits would know that their guy in Buffalo is on the air at this time. Uh, so I'm going to let that just go to voicemail. Thank you very much. I apologize if you heard the uh, vibration in the background. Tell you what, it's always a feeling. Talk about being brought down to earth. Hey, I'm a big Odyssey radio star. Yeah, I'm so big that they don't even know when I'm on the air. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I was just in a weird, I'm in a weird mood, man. What do you want me to say? It's Valentine's Day. How can you not be happy on Valentine's Day? Boy, I know the answer to that. For some of you, and we've all known people in our lives, whatever day of the week Valentine's Day happens to be, this year, for example, if you are single, maybe you have been broken up with, maybe your marriage has come to an end, Maybe you found out she was cheating or he was cheating um, and you listen to Carrie Underwood songs all day long and Alanis Morissette and you start looking up how to hide a body um, in, in a situation like that. But you um, uh, understand that today is Black Tuesday for a lot of people. Not everybody is lucky in love. And think about it in your own life, Right. Sometimes you're very happy about Valentine's Day because you are in a relationship. It is a healthy relationship. It is not a toxic relationship. It's a good relationship, and it makes you feel good to be with that person. It makes you feel good and proud to be in that relationship with somebody. But a lot of things obviously come to an end, and what once might have been beautiful and eye-opening and incredibly satisfying for both people, gets a little frayed around the edges, and sometimes you get broken up with and you didn't see it coming. Sometimes you kind of had a suspicion it was coming, and then you found out that, uh, yeah, it's true, she really has a thing for your best friend, should I say former best friend. Um, these these things happen. And for a lot of people, Valentine's Day, I, I hate to say this because uh, – People people think that you got to be strong and tough all the time, especially if you're a guy. But if if you're a guy and you are in love with somebody, and let's say in the last two months or the last year you've been broken up with and you still haven't gotten over it, you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. We've all been there. Everybody, even me, even I have been there. Um, it happens. Heartbreak is a real thing. It happens, and it takes time to move past it, and you do the best you can. But for today, it's kind of difficult because everybody's talking about love and romance and special people in their lives, and you are uh, single with no immediate prospects. So 
if uh, you there, there are so many ways to take this show. There's so many um, there's so many roads we can go down. Um, Bill Mason is listening probably right now, and some of these roads can be um, the back roads, and um, <clears throat> and uh, some of them can be you know the the straightforward roads. But how did you meet the person? you are currently with. And I am especially interested in hearing from people who are, let's say, 50 and younger, because I think I know what most of the 50 and olders are going to say. Not all, but most. They're going to say, on the one hand, we met at a church. On the other hand, they're going to say, we met in a bar, because in Buffalo, a long time before the internet was a thing, all right? A lot of people, your parents included, probably if they didn't get to meet at a church, they met at a bar. And some of you know darn well that the only reason you're walking around right now as a living, breathing, viable human being is your parents on a Friday night in South Buffalo back in 1970 hooked up in an old Grand Torino, and before you knew it, there came the shotgun, and you, they were married. These things happen. 803, by the way, that's not a good reason to marry somebody. If it's not going to work, you pay your child support, you pay attention to your child, but you don't have to get married. You really don't. Uh, you're going to be on the hook for child support, guys, but that's only right. You you should support your kid, it, even when you're divorced. I mean, if you don't support your kids, it's kind of kind of low life stuff. Okay, eight oh three oh nine thirty is the phone number. Where and how did you meet the person that you are with? And, and let's just explore this a little bit further. Do you think that it's better to be in a relationship, or is it better? to be single and not in a relationship. Now, one of the interesting trends in America today, and this goes both ways, <laughs> giggity, uh, goes both ways. You've got men and you've got women. And I'm, look, I'm sure the same thing is true with women who like women and men who like men, but you've got people who enjoy an intimate relationship. They don't want to date a whole bunch of people. But on the other hand, they also don't want to get married. I have heard this from so many people personally known to me. They enjoy having somebody to tuck them in at night. They enjoy having somebody to have fun with, go on trips with, but they don't want to get married. There's like a real marriage gap uh, in, in America it's it's really kind of interesting. That's a relatively new phenomenon. Uh, there, another way we can go down this road is why are you not in a relationship? What happened with your last relationship? Did you get ghosted? How many of you have been ghosted to end a relationship? Yeah, Josh has been ghosted to end a relationship. I don't think I've ever, yeah, I was, sorry, I was ghosted to end a relationship. Uh, not saying I didn't deserve it, but I was ghosted to end a relationship. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. 
Where are you with this whole relationship thing? I know it's not a Chinese balloon topic, but you know what? More people right now are thinking about themselves and their lives, you and your own life, than are thinking about Chinese balloons or shooting down alien spacecraft or a trip to Canada. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And there are so many subtopics to this, such as, did you catch your husband having an affair? And with whom was the affair going on? Uh, let's go to Mark in uh, Hamburg. Mark, you're on WBEN. Welcome to the show, my friend. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, buddy. Yeah, hey, uh, you know, I'm, I've been with my wife. We've been married since 1997. And I have to say, uh, before that, uh, I met her. She was 18. I was 25. I was 25, wild and free. I was seeing this girl. And uh, my wife was her friend. Never met her before, but I was seeing her friend, and my buddies were like, hey, did you see this cute little girl, and yada, yada. And I like, nah. One night we were all drinking in my buddy's garage. She's across the street. I saw her, and I said to them, she's going to be mine. And, of course, I got the rubbing out by them guys. And two weeks later, I, well, I had met her with uh, through her girlfriend, the girl I was seeing. And, um, you know, 10 minutes, hey, how you doing, yada, yada. Hardly spoke to her. Uh, me and the other girl broke up, and it was like two weeks later, I'm coming out of a store, and there she is. And she saw me, and I saw her, and she's like, hey. And I was like, hey. And so I go, what are you doing? They were on a pay phone. There were no cell phones back then. And uh, she's like, we're looking for a party. And I was like, well, so am I. Let's go. Let's party. And we've been together ever since that night. She was 18. I was 25. And now I'm 57. And today she turns 50. She's a Valentine's baby. Oh, well, happy birthday to her, sir. Happy birthday. Yes. And just to see, you know, we got three boys, and, you know, I, we, I'm an older dad, and I got an eight-year-old, 11-year-old, and a 16-year-old at home, and just to see that, you know, she's a nurse, she's a professional, she's a great mom, and, you know, just like, how can you ask for a better dream to come true than what I have in my life? That's yeah, all I can say. She's I'm, a, she's I'm a wonderful woman. You know what? There are so many miserable people in the world, and it's nice to talk to somebody who is not miserable. And I'm, I'm very glad that you found happiness in your life. But let's just get back to something. You met your wife through your ex-girlfriend. That had to yeah, be a just, bit of an... She was, just somebody, she was just somebody I was kind of seeing, if you get my drift. She booty wasn't call. Like really my girlfriend. Yeah, it was a booty calling for a couple of weeks. Understood. She's still, and she's still really, you know, she's not friends with this girl anymore, of course. But I still get the rubbing, like... Oh, I remember when you made so and so a sandwich and you brought it over and yeah, 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 you know, and you know, not to say you know we don't have our arguments and our little beefs, me and the wife, because we do, but you know what? It's how you approach that. Hey, I'm sorry. You know, you are the love of my life. I can't be without you. And um, you know, our relationships like anybody else's. There's ups and downs, but you know, it just. Knowing that you get so far in life and that you have that person that stood by you through thick and thin, no matter what, it's it's priceless. It's it's like it's like holy in a way because you know we all depend on God. I believe. 
That's my belief. Well, let me uh, just suggest something to you, sir. As your senior, <laughs> uh, you called yourself an older man at 57, and as much as I regret saying this, I um, I have you beat by a couple of years. And, and let, let Uncle Tom offer you just a little bit of advice. You're the married one. I'm not married. But when you are having a debate with your wife, remember something? You are never going to win it. And the sooner you realize that you are not going to win it and it is not worth the struggle, the happier you are going to be. Uh, you know what? There's a lot of, uh, you know, I, I resist that, that I resist hers, you know, because they're always right. Let's just put it that way. And you know what? They're like elephants. What do they say about elephants? They never forget. Oh. So believe me, when you slip up once, it's on your record always. Oh, dude, not <laughs> only do they never forget, but consider this. Is your wife not the most observant person you've ever known in your entire history on this planet? Oh, she's a detective, dude. She's yes. a detective. I, if, 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 you know, I, she, it's always this hidden thing. You hid this from me. You hid this from me. And it's like, well, I didn't really hide it from you. I just put it out of place so I didn't have to hear you gripe about it. <laughs> uh, very interesting. I thank you, Mark, very much for the All phone right, call. Uh, we're going to continue talking about love. And uh, there's a whole, see, there are so many topics that revolve around Valentine's Day. Like, how did you meet the person that you are with? If you're single, why do you think you're single? What happened in your last relationship? Did did you get cheated on? Were you the cheater or the cheat-e? Um, a lot of people obviously uh, take that very seriously. When, when you say, I will not be with anybody else, and then they find out that you've been, shall we say, spending a lot of quality time with the best friend, that can be an issue for people. I don't know why, but it just is. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. This, this avenue has endless intersections. Another topic to work in here is how much is too much of an age difference between two people? What is what was your cutoff date when you're dating, or what is your cutoff date now? What is it exactly? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. It is Bowerly. And you know what's really nice about this show and any other show that I do? No matter how stupid I might sound on any given day, I still sound smarter than the White House press secretary. So there's that.